0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all the people listening. This is the second episode of my show, The Rabbit Hole Power Hour, on Format FM. Or, for short, we can call it RHPH. Today, the main event that I have for you, or the big article, is called Jacob Rothschild is Guilty for the Conspiracy Against Humankind, and it's from Duran.com. First, I have a couple other stories I want to read for you. The uh, first one is, Kyrgyzstan in Chaos After Protesters Seize Government Buildings. This one is a little bit old, and it's from NYTimes.com, written by Ivan Nechapurenko. The country's electoral agency annulled the results of Sunday's disputed parliamentary elections, and the president offered to mediate. But it remained unclear who was in control. Moscow, the Central Asian Asian nation of Kyrgyzstan, plunged into political chaos on Tuesday after opposition groups seized control of parliament and released their imprisoned leaders in protest over parliamentary elections that they called rigged. Under mounting pressure from the protesters, the country's Central Electoral Commission annulled the results of the Sunday vote, a day after having awarded the majority of seats to two political parties with ties to the president. Overnight, a small group of protesters broke away from the main body and tried to gain entry to the White House, the main government building that houses the parliament and the presidential administration in Bishkek, the capital. After the police tried to disperse them, hundreds more joined in the assault, and soon took control, according to photos and video footage from the scene. On Tuesday, the streets of Beshek were littered with burned-out cars and piles of stones, while photos emerged of the broken-down gates to the White House. Inside the building, videos and photos showed broken glass and piles of debris, including government papers, with protesters wandering the offices. In the city, residents formed volunteer brigades to de- deter looters. One person was killed and at least 680 people were injured during the protest, the country's health ministry said. President Jean Be- Jen Bekov, who was elected to a 6-year term in 2017, said in a statement that the protesters had attempted to illegally seize power, and he urged them to disperse peacefully. Mr Jean Bekoviv Gene Bekov, sorry, also said he was willing to meet with the leaders of all 16 parties that had competed in the election in an effort to ease the tensions. But the president made no public appearances. His whereabouts were unknown, and it was not clear that he was still in control of the situation as protesters captured more government buildings, according to reports from local news websites, and started appointing their own government officials the mayors of Bishkek and the country's second leading city Osh said they were resigning the opposition freed Mr. Jean Bekov's predecessor Almazbek Atambayev Altambayev who had been serving an 11-year sentence on corruption charges he had denounced as politically motivated The opposition also freed several other incarcerated political figures, including two former prime ministers. The convulsions in Kyrgyzstan, a mountainous, landlocked former Soviet republic of 6.3 million people, represent another fracture in a region that Russia considers part of its sphere of influence. Together with the political crisis in Belarus, simmering conflict in eastern Ukraine, and new hostilities between Armenia and Azerbaijan in the the Nagorno-Karabakh enclave, the problems among Russia's neighbors seem to be spreading. Russia is interested in maintaining internal stability in Kyrgyzstan. Its strategic partner and ally, the Russian Foreign Ministry, said on Tuesday in a statement aimed at calming the crisis. Quote, we call on all political figures in this critical moment to be wise and responsible in order to preserve internal stability and safety. Unquote. Mr. Atambev had made the decision to close the American military facility in Kyrgyzstan that from 2001 to 2014 supported American military operations in Afghanistan. Under Mr. Atambev Kyrgyzstan became a member of the Russian-led Eurasian Economic Union. Like Mr. Atambayev, Mr. Jean Bekhov, his successor, also tried to maintain good relations with Moscow. Political analysts attributed the Kyrgyzstan crisis partly to the long-standing political, economic, and ethnic cleavage between the country's agrarian south and more developed north. Disruptions in the fragile North-South coexistence have been a chronic source of upheaval in the country. Arkady Dubnov, a Central Asian analyst and commentary contributor to the Carnegie Moscow Center, said Mr. Jean Bekov, who is from the South, was seen as having essentially broken that coexistence. The parliamentary election results gave 100 of the bodies 120 seats to representatives from the south aligned with him. The critics from the north accused their southern adversaries of a corrupt vote and sent the entire political system off the rails, Mr. Dubnov said. In Kyrgyzstan, there is no opposition government dynamics, he said. Instead, there is a king of the hill game. Today you're on top, that means you are the government. By nightfall, Kyrgyzstan's government seemed to have descended into near-anarchy as political factions failed to unify around a single leader. Different groups claimed to occupy the same government posts. Despite reports that Kubatbek Baranov, the prime minister, had resigned, there was no official confirmation. In a further sign of confusion, parliament members made a failed attempt to choose a new prime minister. Frustrated partly by factions that were holding meetings in separate locations, a cinema and a hotel, two rival politicians declared themselves to be the country's prosecutor general, even though the official holder of that office theoretically remained on the job. The chaos had an immediate chilling effect on the already struggling economy of the country where an estimated third of the people live in poverty, and a main source of income is remittances from citizens working abroad. Offices of businesses were raided. Banks removed cash from ATMs. Political factions also tried to capture television channels, causing some to stop broadcasting. Burdened by China but strategically aligned with Russia, Kyrgyzstan has been a focus of geopolitical rivalry between Moscow, Beijing, and Washington, and other players since it gained independence after the Soviet collapse in 1991. Over the past 15 years of Kyrgyzstan's recurrent political strife, two of its presidents have been toppled in violent revolts. In contrast to other major conflicts in the former Soviet space, however, Kyrgyzstan's crisis appears to have no broader geopolitical, Geopolitical element. This mess is completely internal, said Mr. Dubnov. The only geopolitical dimension has to do with the economy. Kyrgyzstan is broke. And that was from nytimes.com by Ivan Nichaparenko. The second story I have today is a short one, and this is from HurryYetDailyNews.com. This one is called The Hypepa Ancient City Comes to Surface. A 2,000 year old ancient city in Izmir's Odemis district, Hypepa, will be added to Turkey's trove of tourism destinations as excavations there have been ongoing. Located five kilometers from the district in Gunluche neighborhood is the city known as one of the most important cities in the Lydian era. The name of the ancient city which is known as oh, I'm sorry, the name of the ancient city which is considered to serve as a cultural center during the Persians and Romans as well as the Lydians is frequently mentioned in Byzantine-era sources. The city also has two big tunnels from the Roman era. Work was started two weeks ago by the Odemus Museum Directorate to unearth the ancient city, which is located in a strategically important spot on the trade route connecting the two important cities of the ancient period, Sardes and Ephesus. The works also aim to unearth the cistern that met the water need of the city at the, at the time. Retired archaeologist Professor Veli Sevin, the scientific consultant to the excavations, spoke to the state-run Anadoli Agency, saying that Hypapa Hi- 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 was the second most important city in the region after Ephesus. Sevin stated that because of this there are ruins with different architecture in a very wide area in the region. There are many places to dig. This is a very big city with its theater, castle, and city walls. This city developed and expanded in the Lydian and the Byzantine period. We think that many local and foreign tourists will want to see this place after the works. Savin said that work continues in the Roman-era cistern in the ancient city of Hypepa, and that the 1,600-year-old cistern, consisting of two large galleries, attracted attention with its architecture and size. Stating that this place was in very bad condition before and could not be entered, Sevin said, We aim to clean it and open it to tourism. We started working about two weeks ago, but it is already getting attention. People started to come here. Therefore, the main purpose is to contribute to the tourism of the region by revealing our historical artifacts. The project is currently only limited to this area, but we expect the project to expand in the future. And that was by hurryyetdailynews.com. Thank you very much for that story. And now, the story that I'm most excited to share with you. This is called Jacob Rothschild is Guilty for the Conspiracy Against Mankind. This is from the Duran.com, and that's spelled like Duran Duran. That's the T H E Duran D U R A N.com. I don't know who wrote it, but thanks to the Duran.com for this one. My interest in conspiracies arose. When I found out that they exist in the case of the destruction of my homeland, Yugoslavia, world media presented the dissolution of Yugoslavia as an internal conflict amongst the Yugoslav people. This depiction was just a facade. The essence of the breakup of Yugoslavia was rooted in the colonization of the country. In 1990, the Western Republics, Slovenia, and Croatia Elected parties that supported capitalism. Previously ruling communists won the Serbian election. As a result, Serbia impeded on the pro-Western reforms in Yugoslavia. I I realized that the Western politicians and media supported the pro-Western republics and accused the Serbs of all of the problems Yugoslavia entered. This bias was the result of a conspiracy that aimed to alienate people and weaken them politically and economically, which is precisely what happened. The conspirators got power over the whole territory of former Yugoslavia and cheaply took resources that were built by all the people of Yugoslavia. People realize that injustice happens around the world. Many media accuse the corporations that rule the world and produce wrong but they do not blame the people who govern these corporations. In that way, the media accepts that nothing can be done against these rulers. Conspirators like such media because they spread general apathy in society. I have recognized that the allegations against corporations are useless and that it is necessary to find people who benefit from the ruling of the corporations to be able to stop them. Around the year 2000, I wondered, who might have such high power that they could destroy Yugoslavia? Through investigation, I came to the conclusion that all roads lead to the Rothschild family, although they are very unexposed. The Rothschild family secretly governs the Western world, and so no one could hold them responsible for it. No one could remove them from power. Is that not the goal of conspiracy? At that time, I noticed that many religious people believed that doomsday is approaching and speculated on the identity of the Antichrist. They suspected George Soros, Prince Charles, and even the Pope. I tried to take advantage of the interest of Christians and suggested in the article, Has the Antichrist Come?, written in 2003, that Jacob Rothschild could be the Antichrist. By the 19th century, the Rothschild family had already become the wealthiest family in the world. Lord Byron presented the family in his poem, Don Juan. Canto 12.5, written in the year 1823. Who hold the balance of the world? Who reign? O'er the Congress, whether royalist or liberal, Who roused the shirtless patriots of Spain? that make old Europe's journals squeak and gibber. all? Who keep the world, both old and new, in pain or pleasure? Who make politics run glibber all? The shade of Bonaparte's noble daring, Jew Rothschild and his fellow Christian, Bering. Then began the Industrial Revolution and the blossoming of colonialism, where the Rothschilds certainly became even richer but then withdrew from the public. Why did they do this? After conquering the Western world, as expected, they wanted to capture the whole world, taking into account that rulers were often unpopular. And for this, they could have even paid with their heads. The Rothschilds have decided to conquer the world secretly, and they have succeeded. Today, they are not placed on the list of wealthiest people in the world. One could get the impression that they lost wealth in the last 200 years, but there is no supporting evidence. On the contrary, I believe that the Rothschilds have never been wealthier or more powerful than today. How can the Rothschilds increase their wealth and influence in the world while decreasing their visibility? The Rothschilds, as the wealthiest uh, people in the world, have cleverly made contracts with poor agents who then represent them in the ownership of companies. As a reward, these people usually receive about 15% ownership as a gift to incentivize their work, while the rest belongs to the Rothschilds. These people were immediately able to buy mansions, yachts, and planes. They are very grateful for it, loyal to the Rothschilds, and do their best not to disappoint them. Such contracts are mutually very beneficial. An example, after the arrest of Mikhail Khodorkovsky for tax evasion in the oil company Yukos in Russia, the Russian government threatened to seize his stocks. Then the control over Mikhail Khodorkovsky's shares of Yukos was transferred to Lord Jacob Rothschild. The source is the article from the Washington Times, November 2, 2003, titled, Arrested Oil Tycoon Passed Shares to Banker. The article was republished on the webpage Action Report Online. This article is significant because it indicates that Jacob Rothschild was most likely a real majority owner of the company Yukos. Khodorkovsky simply did not have the money nor the knowledge to step alone in such a big business and made the wealth he was ascribed. In this case, greed has forced Jacob Rothschild to make a mistake as he showed a high possibility that he hid his wealth behind Khodorkovsky. It should be added that the value of these shares, according to Forbes, exceeds the entire wealth of the whole Rothschild family. Can we assume that the Rothschild model of hiding their wealth behind Khodorkovsky was applied to the other families throughout history? Of course we can. The Rothschilds were the wealthiest people in the world long before the wealthy families Rockefeller, Morgan, Buffett, and others appeared. The Rothschilds have most likely sponsored the rise of these families in a similar fashion to Khodorkovsky. The banking monopoly states, quote, During World War I, J.P. Morgan was thought to be the richest man in the U.S., but after his death, it was discovered that he was only a lieutenant of the Rothschilds. Once Morgan's will was made public, it was discovered that he owned only 19% of J.P. Morgan's companies. David Icke writes in Children of the Matrix that the Rockefellers and Morgans were just gophers for the European Rothschilds. Political Velcroft argues, quote, "Warren Buffett is Rothschild's frontman in the United States." Unquote. None of these articles provide evidence that the Rothschilds contracted Rockefeller, Morgan, Buffett, and others to represent them in the ownership and management of the world's biggest companies because the contracts that regulate their relationship are secret and as such are inaccessible to the public. But the articles provide beyond a reasonable doubt that something like that is more than possible. In this way, the Rothschild family most likely controls the largest banks, the most profitable companies, and the most influential media. They are united in a single, hierarchical organization that has absolute financial power, which brings them political power and controls all power centers in the Western world. In such a manner, the Rothschilds most likely manage the Western world, although they are not in politics nor on the list of the world's wealthiest. If there were two centers of power, then they would have fought for dominance, and through their strife, we would know who they are. But there is no such thing. The absence of such conflicts tells me with complete certainty that the Rothschild family has monopoly power in the Western world. Therefore, we can hold the Rothschilds accountable for almost everything in the Western world. This article will do that to a large extent. Jacob Rothschild child hides his power so much that he does not hesitate to use any means to present himself as a humble philanthropist. An insinuation, a photo of Jacob Rothschild taken by mistake in his home. What? Waddiston Manor in England, with the richest man in the world, Warren Buffett, and California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, has recognized Jacob Rothschild as a very influential man. That is most likely why Jacob Rothschild decided to present Warren Buffett as a great philanthropist and himself as a man surrounded by such people. I think that Jacob Rothschild was behind Warren Buffett's statement, that he intends to donate 85% of his wealth to charity. Of course, in this case, this wealth belongs to Jacob Rothschild. And the source for this uh, last little bit is Reuters. In 2012, David Rockefeller decided to sell 37% of his wealth advisory and asset management group to Jacob Rothschild for an undisclosed sum. It's no surprise they cooperate well, but this is not the problem here. When people buy something, they usually need to pay taxes. According to the law, there are some exceptions, and buying corporations is one of them. In this particular case, even issuing a bill is not necessary. Why is the law so convenient for those who purchase corporations? And part of that last paragraph was sourced by Financial Services. The Rothschilds have such massive financial power that they could easily redeem all the worth of the stock exchange. Also, they offer investments to independent companies that the companies could hardly refuse. If the owners of the companies accept the terms of the investment, they may even retain control of their companies. It is critical for the Rothschilds that they are cooperative. If these companies oppose the Rothschilds, they run into problems. A considerable campaign comes to mind that was supposed to split Microsoft in two because of the allegedly unacceptable monopoly that the company had in the world. The majority owner, Bill Gates, started playing bridge with Warren Buffett on which occasion Buffett probably explained to Gates the importance of cooperativeness in the western world. I believe that Bill Gates accepted and since then there was no pressure to split Microsoft anymore. The same happens with entire countries. Saudi Arabia has been cooperative with the Rothschilds, and therefore nobody touches it. The Rothschilds do not care what the oil company exploits in the world as long as it belongs to them. If it does not, then the people who control control the oil lose their power or even their lives, like, like Muammar Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein. I do not claim that the Rothschilds have organized the killing of those people. No, their deaths were a side product of the Rothschilds' need to control oil in the world. I do not claim either that the Rothschilds wanted to steal the oil. It will will still technically belong to Iraq and Libya, but the Rothschilds will will bring to power obedient people contrary to Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein. Thus, the Rothschilds will establish control over these countries and then, of course, over their oil. No one else has such power. The Rothschilds are able to achieve this goal because they are invisible and cannot be held accountable. One of the most important agents of the Rothschilds' family is George Soros. By portraying himself as a great benefactor at the end of the millennium, he helped the reforms in eastern europe and donated 1 billion dollars to these countries through his organization open society the name he gave his organization is at least shamelessly hypocritical because he is one of the prominent members of the most closed society he is a pirate who wounded many countries and their people as a result of his greed william ingdahl wrote about it in his article the secret financial network behind wizard George Soros the article also presents Soros connection with the Rothschilds can the people who do not believe in conspiracies explain why Soros has donated one billion dollars well here's my explanation it was not a gift but a big scam by which the agents of the Rothschild families secret organization took the properties of Eastern European countries. I have no evidence, but if you think that the pirate Soros donated $1 billion to the countries of Eastern Europe to let independent people get rich, then the Rothschilds conspiracy has successfully formed the way you think. By giving donations to Eastern Europe, Soros promoted capitalism as an ideal system. Financed parties and media and corrupted politicians, that allowed other agents of the Rothschilds to step in and organize in an organized manner and buy the state ownership in these countries. That is how an investment of one billion dollars returned trillions. This is the only proper way to interpret Soros's philanthropy. It was organized crime. Some local people in these countries got rich as well but they are agents who run the Rothschild companies and generally work for commissions. The governments of Eastern European countries received assistance from representatives of the West, binding them to follow the policy of Western countries. If some government of the East European countries opposes the policies imposed from the West, then that country experiences rebellion against the government. The president of Ukraine... Viktor Yanukovych was dismissed by a violent revolution because he tried to build a closer relationship with Russia. This was a very sophisticated operation that funded the revolution in Ukraine, which has misguided the world about occurrences in Ukraine by controlled media, which has forced the leaders of the world to support a violent change of government in Ukraine. Who could have an interest in and the power to achieve it, only the Rothschilds. Russia opposes aggressive policy of the West and therefore the West increasingly attacks it. I believe that this is the beginning of the third major aggression against Russia after Napoleon and Hitler. I do not think it would be an armed war between America and Russia because both sides know they cannot win. The battles will be performed by economic and political exhaustion and will last until one of the parties gives up. The Russians defeated Napoleon and Hitler, and I believe they might defeat Rothschild as well, primarily because they are moral moral contrary to the corrupt West, and therefore stronger. It would take years, if not decades, of exhausting struggle during which the countries will stagnate and people will suffer. The Rothschild family decides for whom people vote for in the US elections and in all the influenced countries around the world by investing large amounts of money to political parties that are most suitable to them and by promoting them through the media they control. In the end, it does not matter to them who will win because they finance, through their agents, all influential parties that follow their interests around the world. Thus, they ensure that the policy that suits them would be accepted wherever liberal democracy exists. In the 2012 presidential elections in the U.S., in both, the dominant parties have spent around a billion dollars. There were more candidates for the presidential position, but the Americans did not even know they exist. Where is the democracy? This is the hidden dictatorship of the Rothschild family. It very rarely happens that things do not work out as the Rothschilds predict. But it does happen. On the way of conquering the world, the Rothschilds met resistance from the Serbs. Serbs resisted the Rothschilds' family in the attack on Yugoslavia for 10 years. The Rothschilds lost patience and decided to break the opposition by way of military aggression of NATO Pact on Yugoslavia in 1999 only the Rothschilds can organize aggression against a sovereign country without consequences because no one can connect them to this aggression only Rothschild can mobilize all the Western media to justify this aggression through lies which have been backed which have backed the support of the world nations for aggression against Yugoslavia only Rothschild can benefit from it US President Bill Clinton as the highest authority of NATO was supposed to command the aggression against Yugoslavia. He knew that such a command would be criminal because it did not have permission from the UN. Therefore, Clinton persistently refused to issue such a command, even though the Rothschilds pressured him for years. Then, the Rothschild agents set up the Lewinsky case and blackmailed him with impeachment if he refused the aggression against Yugoslavia. Only the Rothschilds can blackmail the U.S. president in such a manner. President Clinton, of course, preferred his position more than the lives of thousands of people and commanded the attack on Yugoslavia. Immediately after his approval, the Lewinsky case was forgotten entirely. Please see the chronology at CNN. Clinton got a $500 million donation to build his library in Little Rock, Arkansas. May it be the reward for the attack on Yugoslavia? I wrote excessively about the war on Yugoslavia in the article titled, My Debt to Yugoslavia. And I am deeply convinced that an investigation against U.S. President Bill Clinton for the criminal aggression on Yugoslavia would lead to Jacob Rothschild. But who can sue President Clinton? The successful aggression on Yugoslavia encouraged the Rothschilds to go further in conquering the world. Thus, in turn, came Iraq and Afghanistan, countries rich with minerals. These states were independent, and that is something that Rothschild family certainly wanted to change. To make this easier to accomplish, they chose chose George W. Bush for the U.S. president in 2000 because he was entirely on their side as opposed to President Clinton. For the aggression on Afghanistan and Iraq, they needed the support of the people. It was found in the terrorist attack in New York on 9-11. I think the Rothschilds would wait way too long for such an opportunity, so I believe they made it happen much sooner by the help from their Muslim allies, which the terrorists did not know about. There is an open suspicion that Saudi Arabia was involved. President Bush immediately accused Afghanistan and Iraq of the terrorist attack, even though he had no proof. He gave the ultimatum to Afghanistan and Iraq, which they could not accept, and ordered the aggression against these countries. Practically, only the Rothschilds can control the American government. Only they could benefit from the occupation of Iraq and Afghanistan. Only they are able to launch the aggression... And only they could establish a puppet government there. Only they could have profited from these wars to hide their responsibility if something went wrong. They cunningly sought reserve, sought reserve culprits for the wars. They could not find anyone else but the U.S. government itself. Therefore, they formed the conspiracy theory that claims the Bush administration carried out the attack on the Twin Towers in New York on 9-11-2001, to obtain a pretext for attacks on Iraq and Afghanistan. This is nonsense, of course. President Bush did not have the operational ability to derive a significant personal benefit from the aggression on Iraq and Afghanistan. I'm sure President Bush did not know that because he was surprised and reacted very awkwardly when he heard that the planes hit the World Trade Center. But numerous experts who claim that the World Trade Center Building 7 was demolished with explosives were found, and they accused the U.S. government. This conspiracy theory is presented a lot in the media, which would not be possible without the support of the Rothschild family that controls the media. I am an architect, and I know that the steel structure is weak when exposed to high temperatures and rapidly loses its loading weight capacity when it is exposed to fire as opposed to concrete structures. Building number seven was burning on low floors almost all day, collapsing under the heavy load of the building, which looks like a demolition. The same thing happened to the twin skyscrapers. They collapsed faster because they were strongly damaged by the hit of the planes. With such conspiracies, the Rothschilds deceive people. The accusation against the U.S. government does not bother the Rothschilds at all, because it serves to carry the burden of all the evil that the Rothschilds commit. Some indication exists which presents the possibility that the Rothschilds bypassed the President, helped the terrorists in the United States achieve their goal, and obstructed the investigation to bring suspicion to the U.S. government. Thus they remove any possible doubt from themselves. I wrote more about it in the article titled, My Investigation of 9-11. The Rothschilds support false conspiracy theories because they invalidate the credibility of real conspiracies. Many people write about the evil Rothschilds even though often they do not have evidence. The Rothschilds have never sued any such writers because such trials would bring negative attention. Instead of it, they encourage all kinds of attacks on themselves, because the more nonsense people write about them, the less credible their attacks are. Even more, Rothschilds often accuse themselves of the stupid conspiracies. For example, before its news recently published, Rothschilds take down Malaysian airliner MH370 to gain rights to the semiconductor patent, getting rid of those who stood in its way. What stupidity! It is equally absurd as if they are accused of stealing food from a grocery store. The authors of such text should be afraid the Rothschilds might sue them for slander. Of course, unless Rothschilds' agents hired them to write such articles, such articles can bring benefits to the Rothschilds because of its shallowness. They, devalue, they devaluate the real accusations. Unconvincing conspiracy theories create the, opposition, the opposite effect so that people dismiss conspiracy theories as impossible in, in today's democratic society. And that is part of the Rothschilds conspiracy as well. With such articles, the Rothschilds become innocent people who suffer unjust accusations in the eyes of the world. They are very crafty, media under control of the Rothschilds deliberately indoctrinate people by imposing misinformation and shallow values because misinformed and stupid people are obedient and cannot resist. On the other hand, nobody investigates the real conspiracy. In the TV broadcast Democracy Now! on March 3, 2007, the U.S. General Wesley Clark said that immediately after 9-11, The Pentagon planned attacks on Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and Iran. Is that not enough proof that there is a conspiracy? Clark is a real whistleblower because he unadvisedly betrayed the criminal action by the U.S. authorities. The U.S. Army General's statement has not awakened any interest in the U.S. judiciary or the media, On the other hand, I am not sure if whistleblowers Assange and Snowden have said anything that is not known, but still, they are persecuted by the American justice system. Why? Because the U.S. justice and the media are controlled by the Rothschild family. The media have a purpose of removing public interest from the real issues by imposing endless, useless public discussions. Assange and Snowden are victims created precisely for that purpose. If what they have revealed did not fit big capital, you would not know that they exist. To return the U.S. aggression on Iraq and Afghanistan, if you physically attack a man, you will most likely end up in jail. If you attack Iraq and Afghanistan, kill hundreds of thousands of people to steal their resources, nothing will happen. It cannot be like this. Given that I am very well versed with the aggression against Yugoslavia, I recognized the criminal aggression against Iraq and Afghanistan, the handwriting of the Rothschilds family. Have you ever asked yourself why the president of the U.S. may be impeached for cheating on his wife but cannot be impeached for the criminal aggression against Iraq? I am deeply convinced that the investigation against U.S. President George W. Bush for the criminal aggression on Iraq would lead to Jacob Rothschild. But who can sue President George W. Bush? To decrease the dissatisfaction of the people in the United States, sorry, that was a really hard word for me, Uh, due to the wrong policies of George W. Bush, the Rothschild family, aided by their agent, David Rockefeller, chose the young and intelligent Barack Obama for the U.S. presidential position in 2008. David Rockefeller, the agent of the Rothschilds family, congratulated Barack Obama on his victory long before the election. Barack Obama, as a humane man, attracted the American left and tried to remove the problems that the conservative Bush administration built in America, but he was not strong enough to succeed in doing so. Just before the nomination for the presidency, Obama graduated Harvard Law. People who complete University must be obedient followers of authority, otherwise, they would not be able to complete their studies. The Rothschilds knew that they could relatively easily manipulate young Obama, and that is why they chose him. The Rothschilds turned an exemplary law student who believes that everyone is innocent until a court proves them guilty into a criminal and murderer. Obama signed an order for the predatory arrest of Osama bin Laden that resulted in his cruel murder in 2011. He spat on his own diploma. Why did he do this? He felt pressure from the media and the US government officials that surrounded him. They are all controlled by the Rothschilds because otherwise they could not be in the position they hold. No one has convinced me that Osama bin Laden had anything to do with the terrorist actions that are attributed to him. If you noticed, all the media's gravest charges have been proved only by putting his picture on, uh, on the television screen. It is possible that the death was the silencing of a man who was wrongly accused and who could tell an uncomfortable truth in court. America, pressured by the Rothschilds, kill people around the world with the excuse that in this way they fight terrorism, spread democracy, and human rights. That is a lie. This is only about the discipline of disobedient countries. Obama sends drones that kill people in Afghanistan daily under the pretext that it prevents terrorism and spreads democracy. This is terrorism. Could you imagine Afghan drones flying over the United States and killing people because America is an undemocratic and terrorist state? The biggest crime of President Barack Obama was the aggression against Libya. I'm deeply convinced that the investigation against U.S. President Barack Obama for the criminal aggression on Libya would lead to Jacob Rothschild. But who could sue President Barack Obama? On the way to conquering the world, the Rothschilds certainly want to conquer Russia. In the recent election campaign, the newly elected president of the United States, Donald Trump, promised the reconciliation with Russia. President Trump also announced the crackdown on lobbying by the global elite, which is synonymous with the Rothschilds. Why would he do this? They have the same interests. I think that nothing significant will be changed. So a choice of the continuing conflict between Russia and America is more likely than cooperation. Sometimes, leaders of states lose their lives violently. Knowing what kind of power the Rothschild family possesses, if I were in the position of public attorney, I would ask the Rothschild family if they know something about the unsolved murders of presidents John Kennedy, Salvador Allende, Olaf Palm, Nikolai... Sisesu, Slobodan Milosevic, and others. For this, of course, political will has to exist. If it appears, I believe that the Rothschilds would get scared of such an investigation and would stop creating the criminal policies of society. I believe that this would immediately reduce the problems of the world. Other heads of developed Western countries are also either corrupted or incompetent, because other people have no access to such positions. The Rothschilds founded the Bilderberg Group. It is a private organization that openly recruits and ideologically directs leaders of the Western world. No wonder that the presidents... uh, No wonder that the presidents of Great Britain... France, Italy, and Turkey have recently adopted rebels in Syria as legal representatives of their government. This is a crime. These rebels were secretly created and financed by the Rothschild family with the goal to take control over Syria. That is how the Rothschild family replaces the disobedient governments of independent countries, thus gaining control of all the resources of this world that they do not have yet under control. And since they are entirely invisible, no one can stop them in that. Uh, That was pretty heavy. A few years ago, I saw on a YouTube video, which cannot be found anymore, that the Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu said, Do not worry, we control the U.S. government. An intelligent man cannot afford such an arrogant statement if the process of the enslavement of American society is not completed. However, Netanyahu did not tell the truth because Israel does not control the U.S. government, but rather the Rothschild family does. The Rothschilds control the U.S. Congress as well through the AIPAC, the American-Israeli Public Affairs Committee. If any senator or representative of the people opposes the Rothschilds, they will not be politicians anymore because AIPAC has the power to dismiss disobedient politicians, and they know it. American laws have been created in a way that suits the rich for centuries. No wonder why those who purchase corporations are not required to pay taxes. America is a colony of the Rothschilds. This is indirectly confirmed by the National Security Advisor to President Jimmy Carter, Zbigniew Brzezinski. He said in 2012, I do not think there is an implicit obligation for the United States to follow, like a stupid mule, whatever the Israelis do. I think that the United States has the right to have its own national security policy. This sentence shows all the weaknesses of the U.S. administration to the power of the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds control the judicial departments of Western countries as well. They have established the international court in Hague to judge the nations that oppose them. So that is why the Serbs were punished. In 2012, the judgments were made by which the Croatian generals Godovina and Markak and Kosovar politician Hardinaj were declared innocent in the war in Yugoslavia while the Serbian general Tolomir received a life sentence of imprisonment. The civil war in Yugoslavia produced evil on all sides. Jennifer Ptolemi- General Tolomir is no more guilty than the other three people. The judgments are crimes of the corrupted court. Serbian president Slobodan Milošević was killed in Hague by the drug by the drug against leprosy, which annulled the activity of medications for the heart. As the court had no evidence against him, the tension of the four-year stressful trial and most likely inadequate medical treatment for his ailing heart killed him in 2006. Vojislav Seselj, president of the Serbian Radical Party, was in jail in the Hague Tribunal for ten years without a verdict. Then he was released without a sentence. That court is a crime itself and a shame on today's society. Judges from all over the world judge at this court, and that means that judges all over the world are corrupt and that there is no justice anywhere. James Bissett, former Canadian ambassador to Yugoslavia, claimed that George Soros, agent of the Rothschild family, funded the international court in Hague. This means that the Serbs were tried by the same man who attacked them. It says to me that the family Rothschild has an impact not only on governments... Attacking them, it says to me that their family Rothschild has an impact I'm sorry It says that the family Rothschild should be charged for the evil they produced, but this of course is not possible without a corrupt court I'm sorry this is not possible with a corrupt court Besides, no one knows that they are responsible for it and therefore he creates evil in the world uninterruptedly In short Power corrupts, and as long as there is power over people, there will be corruption. In my book, titled Humanism, A Philosophic, Ethical, Political, Economic Study of the Development of the Society, I have proposed the elimination of the power of man over a man. This is the only way to build a good future for humankind. But powerful and corrupt people do not accept such a system. Others are so influenced by the system of education and the media that they could not recognize the benefits of the system I have proposed. The conspiracy has absorbed science as well. Sometime early in 2012, I watched a video from the conference of the Institute for New Economic Thinking. In this video, George Soros has called upon all economic schools, including Marxists, to contribute to finding a way out of the financial crisis. The call is not sincere, because if it were, they would analyze the economic ideas I offered to them, but they had no such intention. They do not want to solve the financial crisis because it suits them better than the release from the economic crisis. What's that all about? The plight of capitalism is not based on a lack of production, but on the lack of purchasing power over people. If the big businesses cared about bringing the economy out of prices, they need only to find a way for people to earn more. For this reason, I wrote the article titled, Let's Remove Unemployment, where I offered shortening working hours proportionately to the unemployment rate. In this way, the ratio of jobs to workers would be equal. That would establish a fair market of work, which would justly regulate the salaries of workers and profits of employers. In such an economy, the owners of companies would have to attract workers by increasing wages. The increased purchasing power of workers would increase the trade of goods and services, and that would bring businesses higher profits and will pull the economy out of crisis. But it would also reduce the economic dependence of workers on businesses, That would free workers from fear of their financial future. Workers would no longer be interested in fighting wars for the interests of big businesses around the world. Big business is not interested in making money because it already has all the money. It has an interest in controlling the people. And its best bet is during a crisis. And that is the main reason the economic crises exist. All economic crises, including the U.S. Great Depression are incurred through monetary interest rate manipulation of the Rothschild family. Webster Griffin Tarpley wrote about that. Through economic crisis, the Rothschilds force independent entrepreneurs to bankruptcy and cheaply take their wealth. So Rothschild's wider circle of people depends on their power. Then workers, through fear for their own future, silently accept unfairly low wages and their own powerlessness, and if they rebel against the injustice that is happening to them, they at best can abolish the government. But that can change nothing. The policy controlled by the big business remains the same. The shortening of working hours proportionately to the unemployment rate should be the first idea to come to the mind of an independent thinker to reduce the suffering of workers and improve the economy and society, But such a view is nowhere to be seen. Why? Because it is forbidden by the conspiracy of the Rothschild family. Such an idea would start a transformation of society towards a better socioeconomic system. That is why such an approach cannot be heard at universities or in media. None of the media, including those on the left, wanted to publish my article titled Let's Remove Unemployment. Why? Because most of them are controlled by big business and the rest is influenced by imposed knowledge. The brainwashed people do not believe that such a simple measure can fix society and economy in the first place because they've never, because they've never heard of it. An idea that does not have access to the public cannot be accepted by political parties either, so the cycle of powerlessness never ends. But why did Soros call the Marxists when he knew that they were the greatest enemies of capitalism? Then I realized that they are not afraid of Marxists. Probably half the professors of sociology in the Western world are Marxists. They openly teach Marxist philosophies in universities which would not have been possible if Marxism could undermine capitalism in any way. I am deeply convinced that the Rothschilds consciously manipulate the Marxist-oriented professors by putting them on the wrong path. This way, they reduce the possibility of the appearance of an excellent left social system that could defeat capitalism. I wrote about it in the article, Marx Still Prevents the Progress of Society. This conspiracy was established a long time ago. Apparently, Lenin returned to Russia from exile with suitcases full of money. The reason? Russian Tsar Nicholas Romanov angered the Rothschilds with his support of the American government in conflict with the Bank of England. Besides, the Russian Tsar allegedly repaid the debt to the international bankers and did not want to continue to borrow money from them. That was enough for the Rothschilds to finance the revolution. Marxism is planned for disobedient countries. In the West, the revolutions were prevented by the murder of the Marxist leaders. Rosa Luxemburg, for example, a similar thing is happening I'm sorry, a similar thing is happening to Syria right now. This is possible only because no one can imagine that the Rothschild family is behind all of it. They realize their interest through the financing of crimes because no one can connect the crimes with them. The Rothschilds have imposed a system of education that makes people stupid. I'm not exaggerating. Such education helps them to stay in power and rule over society. How did they do it? They have been supporting mistaken scientists for centuries who develop wrong or insufficiently right knowledge, and by the help from politics, which they also control, they have imposed such knowledge to the system of education almost all social scientists may belong to such a group, including Karl Marx. Sigmund Freud is a supported creator of the unsuccessful theory of psychoanalysis, which is mostly rejected. The philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche was supported in developing a wrong philosophy from the standpoint of creating a good society. Less well-known Less well-known Bell, Weinberg, and Hammersmith are promoted in the development of the theory of homosexuality, registered in in the genetic code. I've shown that this theory is wrong in the article titled Homosexuality. These scientists have become authorities, mostly with the help of the Rothschilds. University students have been forced to accept the incorrect or not enough correct knowledge of such authorities if they want to pass exams intellectuals who have taken such knowledge become incompetent and could not find an escape from the problems of society the best students of the of the wrong or insufficiently correct sciences became the most influential people in the community and then spread false not false knowledge in this way the rothschilds have produced weak and useless sciences. I wrote more about it in the article, My Clash with Sciences. Scientists who are deeply influenced with false knowledge cannot improve the world, nor understand or accept progressive ideas. That is the reason the world cannot move forward. Conspiracy has affected food production as well. In my article epilogue, I wrote that the indications exist, that the Rothschild family deliberately poisons food to produce food cheaply and make more profits. Thus also hire medical and pharmaceutical industries more over which they have control too. Furthermore, healthcare and the pharmaceutical industry are not keen enough to treat people honestly because healthy people are not spending money on medical treatment. There are indications that the Rothschilds deliberately poison people with food to reduce the Earth's population. William Ingdahl, in his book Seeds of Destruction, states that the expansion of genetically modified crops and food all over the world today have reached that scope that can and must be proclaimed as genocide and crimes against humanity. Dr. Peter Goetz exposes Big Pharma as organized crime. The Canadian Cancer Society warns of a rapid increase in cancer cases and predicts that every other Canadian will become ill through their lives. Causes of cancer are hardly researched and discussed because every debate will accuse new manufacturing technologies and could accuse corporations that make money at the expense of people's lives. The conspiracy of the Rothschilds family has reached Every poor of today's society. Only cooperative people, those who follow the interests of big business, have access to the media and are in influential positions in society. They are obedient because they are corrupted by their positions in society and by the markedly high living standards that the system gives to them. People believe that these corrupted individuals deserve everything because of their hard work and skills. But this is not true. They are only pawns of the people who actually run society. But that is not all. The Rothschilds control their opposition as well. They corrupt fighters for justice, who publicly confront the existing system, but do nothing to change it. They took control over the Occupy movement. Also, they like to support indoctrinated fighters for justice who are unable to make progress. Noam Chomsky, for example, is an honest fighter for justice, but has his fight helped humankind? Has, has he offered a solution that might improve the situation around the world? He has not. And so, the Rothschilds must love his contribution to the betterment of humankind, while people who might improve society do not have financial support do not have access to universities, media, or politics, and cannot help. Every day you can see all kinds of published nonsense, but my philosophy that defines the bright future of humanity has no access anywhere. Except here on Format FM. Everything is based on a deep conspiracy. People who believe media and follow fighters for justice actually work in favor of their own powerlessness. This article has been sent to hundreds of news publishers and was published only by Veterans Today. Shout out to Veteranstoday.com, by the way. Why? A large number of editors do not believe in conspiracies. Those who believe are afraid of the Rothschilds family. Except me. Unfortunately, influential Influential RT is among them. I'm guessing that's Reuters, I'm not sure. And the rest are controlled by the Rothschilds. Even the media specialized in conspiracies did not want to publish it because their primary task is to write nonsense ordered by the Rothschilds' family. The conspiracy is completely hidden so that the public does not know anything about it. It is possible that only Jacob Rothschild has has access to the entire conspiracy. He has far more power than any emperor in the history of humankind, but nobody knows it. I believe that his wife thinks he is just a successful businessman. Even his son Nathaniel, until recently, did not know how influential his father was. When he learned that he would inherit his power, he suddenly transformed from an irresponsible adventurer to a very successful businessman. Of course... A narrow circle of his family were acquainted with the conspiracy, as well as several other family members, including, of course, David Rockefeller, who rules in the name of Rothschild over the United States. In the hierarchy below them, no one, I repeat, no one, I believe not even Soros knows how powerful Jacob Rothschild really is. That is why the conspiracy remains undiscovered. So then how have I discovered how powerful Jacob Rothschild is? Around the turn of the millennium, I became convinced that the Rothschilds rule the western world by studying various documents over the internet. Many papers and the genealogy of the Rothschild family suggest that the London branch manages the whole family. A variety of statements, articles, and documents indicate that Jacob is the head of the London branch. That is how I realized that Jacob Rothschild is the secret secret ruler of the Western world. He suits the role perfectly, and as a quiet man, mostly known for his love of arts and flowers, this image is, of course, built up so that no one would have thought that he could be the leader of gl- a global conspiracy. I have no no substantial evidence against Jacob Rothschild because it is impossible to collect it without the help of governments. State governments are corrupted, incompetent, or afraid of the power of corporations so that they have no intention to search for the evidence and accuse Jacob Rothschild. By finishing my research, I concluded that there might be only a 0.1% chance that he is not at the head of the conspiracy hierarchy and a 0% chance that he is not among the top five. Jacob Rothschild is certainly guilty for the conspiracy against humankind. The situation in the world is only getting worse, and so I have decided to act. It makes no sense to attack presidents, governments, and corporations under media accusations of evil in the world, because they are only highlighted puppets Jacob Rothschild has managed and protected. This article is not proof against the Rothschilds, but it provides sufficient information and explanations that, beyond a reasonable doubt, can and should invite public prosecutors to launch an investigation against the Rothschilds. But this requires political will, which corrupted governments do not have. Therefore, the sad situation in the world does not change. We must allow evil to act freely. This article has a task to inform people about what is happening in the world and I expect the unsatisfied people to exert political pressure on their governments to to launch an investigation against the Rothschilds or to choose new governments that will show the courage to initiate such an investigation. Once the Rothschild family is accused of the crime, the crime will end. Then the evil in the world will end as well. Written on December 20th, 2012. Updated on November 29th, 2016. And this, again, is from theduran.com. So please go check out theduran.com. I had a couple quick comments for you. So this last article might be a little bit extreme for a lot of people. And there's a lot of... um, a lot of accusing, and a lot of bashing of people in this. So I want to say that if this is a bit much for you, um, just try to give certain parts of this a chance. Try to give these ideas a chance, and if it's something interesting to you, um, do your own research. That's the most important thing. Um, Keep thinking, keep, keep free thinking, and doing your own research. Um, for example, the writer of this article was really harsh against basically all education, um, which I don't necessarily agree with. You can't just assume that every school is is bad, basically, and that those people graduating from school aren't intelligent. Um, other than that, I thought this was... Very interesting. Um, Pretty good article. A lot of interesting things against the Rothschilds. And with that, I'm going to leave you. So I hope you enjoyed the second episode of my show. I hope you'll come back for more shows. As always, I will talk to you later, and have a great day.